Felis Daily, Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the NBR Radio Network. It's Tuesday. It's a little after 11.30. Means it's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic in Kentucky, fresh off of a stint of hanging out at the Rupp Arena in Lexington. Day after day after day after day, but it was well worth it. It was a good time. Concession-wise, what do they got going on over there? Anything good? Uh, the ice cream is legendary there. Now, I don't, I didn't really get into the concessions much because it, get this, as, and you'll appreciate this, having attended many Maine Principal Association events. We got free meals every day. Whoa! Yeah, like you didn't have to ask and, for the receipt. Lunch and dinner, you get like meal passes, and it was catered by you know one of the sponsors or whatever. Yeah. So, wow. Well, look at that. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine if that could still happen here, you know? Just imagine. Just just visualize how, how good it would be. Yeah. It's all right. No biggie. You know, imagine all the people standing holding hands. I went into the... The other, the, the other thing I think that would be uh, of, of interest to, to people up there is to see the... I, I took about a five-minute video of the pregame, which I haven't posted anywhere, but I will when I get time. Of, of the pregame for the state championship game on Sunday. And it was like, I mean, just imagine Super Bowl slash NBA All-Star game, all the trappings. Of, I mean, it, it was big league stuff. And I'm thinking, this would never happen. <laughs> this would never happen up there. It was just, it was, it was just kind of your jaw drop to see what was going on. It was, uh, it was something. So a uh, special, special event for anybody to be part of, for sure, fans, players, media. So how many how many schools are in that tournament? Like how many make it? Like do you have a do you have a regional thing? Do they break it down? Yeah. And then then they invite here, sixteen. Here, here, or? Yeah, it, it, here's another thing. A lot of people don't know. Like the state of Kentucky owns the rights to the expression "Sweet 16. Like they were the first ones to really? trademark it. Oh yeah. wow! And if you if you look that up, you the NCAA has to has to make arrangements with them to use it. Um, so you start with two hundred and sixty seven. Teams roughly, uh, I believe that's the number of boys teams. I'm not sure if the girls is plus one or two off of that because there's there's some schools like Covington Catholic, which won the state game the other day, which is an all boys school still, and you have some that are, that are all girls. But um, then you have 16 regions, uh, which are you know, they're roughly evenly divided. So you're, you're talking 14 teams or so, 15 in each one, and uh, you play. You play in your district tournament to make the region tournament, and you play in your region tournament to, to hopefully win it and make the state tournament. So one one team from each region is in it. Now, the the negative of that, if you're if you're from a place like Louisville or Lexington, is that you're probably better than some of the teams that are making the tournament, even when you don't. But um, everybody everybody's kind of accepted that they like the fact that. Uh, Every school has a chance. Every part of the state has a chance to be represented. Uh, for some, for some of these remote counties uh, that that make it to Rupp Arena once every blue moon, it's the highlight of their lives, and uh, that they're they're playing just to get there. Talking with Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic. Uh, you know, I listened to the game. I listened to the game on Sunday. I listened all the way through while I was watching the Yankees. And uh, gotta tell you, okay. First off, you know, at first I was like, man, why aren't these guys, these guys are talking, they're doing a lot. And then I realized they didn't take a single, not one commercial break from the beginning of pregame until the end of the game. Like there was not one. 
Like none. So I understand now. I get what they were doing. They were trying to conserve themselves. You know, they didn't want to rope a dope themselves in the game. Um, it just seemed to me like uh, it seemed to me like Scott ran into a senior laden squad and uh, and kind of got beat. And that's just how it goes. Sometimes you run into that senior laden squad, but you get a few guys coming back next year. I think they might be okay. Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent what happened. And that, I was worried about that matchup from the beginning. I was like, okay, everybody was talking about the Trinity game they were playing Trinity from from Louisville in the first round. I'm like, okay, that's kind of that's kind of touted as one versus three. But you know, when, when they when they got all excited about that game, I was like, you're all forgetting that number two or number one or or the other school in that top three is on the other side of the bracket, and they're loaded with seniors, and and that was Covington Catholic and. Uh, yeah, uh, I've always kind of felt like you win with seniors, and whenever you, whenever I cover a championship game, even back in Maine, the first thing I do is look at the roster and say, okay, looking looking experience-wise, which team has the edge there? And you look at Covington Catholic, they have uh, seven seniors, most of which are playing Division One in some sport. They had, uh, of course, the kid, uh, the Frederick kid that scored 32 points is going to Iowa. They have uh, a seven-foot center who's going to Xavier. I mean, when you start there, you don't need much else. And then you, then the third guy who uh, was the quarterback of the football team is going to Miami of Ohio to to play quarterback there. So he might be the next Ben Roethlisberger for all we know. I mean, uh, so so they were loaded with athletes, uh, senior athletes. Um, Scott County had one senior starter. So yeah, you're right on that. I think uh, if everybody uses it as motivation, this is now the third consecutive year that this group. Has, has essentially lost to the state, the eventual state champion. As freshmen, they all started. This this team has been kind of you know in, in place since they were 14 years old. They lost to the, uh, they lost in their regional final that year. They lost in the uh, state quarterfinal last year, and they lost in the state final this year. And each time they lost, of course, this year they lost the eventual state champion. But the two previous years they did as well. So. It's the usual progression, and they'll go in as the preseason number one for sure, and uh, and we'll see. But uh, quite quite a year, uh, you know. That, that's that's the the downside of having one tournament with one champion is that uh, 266 teams lose their final game, and and they, they you kind of lose track of what a season it was to go 37 and two and and win 29 consecutive games, which was the school record, and 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 do do some amazing things. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a tough, tough loss, but a lot of good things ahead. We are talking with Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic. Pitchers, catchers, they already <laughs> get going. Now, were they first? Because, you know, Dirigo started pitchers, catchers yesterday. Um, there just happens to be a lot more snow on the ground by the outfield fence. <laughs> uh, regular season was supposed to begin tonight. Uh, the weather here is not good. It's not as bad as it's going to be up there uh, in the next 24 hours, but it's it's not good. They've already postponed the, the baseball opener. Uh, softball, I'm still waiting to hear on. But uh, certainly by the end of this week, the, the season will be cranked up here, and it's another. It's similar. It's 36, 36 38 games, uh, especially if you go the distance and get to state. So Scott County's been in the state tournament. Similar situation there where they take uh, 16 region champions and play it off at the uh, Lexington Legends Ballpark, Whitaker Bank Ballpark down here, which is uh, – a lot like Hadlock, so it's a, it's a big event, similar to basketball, and they've been in it two years in a row, got to the quarterfinals, and again, a, uh, a junior and senior-dominated group. Uh, junior junior first baseman was already committed to Louisville, uh, a couple of pitchers that are 
headed to uh, one pitcher that's headed to Eastern Eastern Kentucky to play for uh, for Edwin Thompson from J Maine. So there's a local connection there. So uh, yeah, good good uh, high hopes for the baseball team as well. So uh, no rest for the wicked or weary. I guess for just going to say me. that uh, I'll be headed right back to it this week. Man. Never stops. Yeah, does Monday it? off. You mean you, you, don't, you don't get there, the winter not, to spring break? Excellence in tradition never rest, right? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, happens, you know. That's fine. You know, not a big. Could be I worse. Need, I don't need a. I don't need a big vacation. Summer will be here soon enough, and I'll get like a month off before football starts. <laughs> Even that is like a July thing instead of <laughs> instead of mid August. So, I mean, the first regular season game is like August fourteenth or something like that. Now we we all hear a lot about. About baseball softball in the spring. How about track and field? Are they huge? Uh, huge, yeah. Scott County, yeah. And there's it, there's a lot of crossover because of the football program. Uh, our 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 all American lineman who's being he's got like offers from you name a school and he's got an offer from Alabama Notre Dame. Uh, he's a he was a state champion in uh, two throwing events last year. One of the one of the tops in the nation. I think I think his best distance. In the was it the shot? Yeah, the shot put last year uh, would have been uh, seventh in the NCAA championships. Wow! <laughs> so, he, so he's pretty good already as a junior in high school, and uh, so yeah, the, the tracks tracks big. Uh, it's, it seems like uh, Lexington Louisville schools seem to dominate track, but uh, certainly there's a there's no shortage of, of good athletes uh, at Scott County as well. So look forward to that. The lacrosse is is a club sport here. It's not uh, not officially sanctioned by the uh, state association yet, but I suspect that it will be someday, um, just like happened in Maine about 25 years ago. So a uh, little bit. A little bit behind the curve, but it's made its way down from Maryland and, and some of the states where it's where it's huge. And uh, so, so a busy time. Sounds fantastic. What that's a, why they pay the big bucks? That's, that's, yeah, that's exactly uh, yeah. That, that must be it. That must be the reason. That's exactly what it is. I think we already knew any that, day though. now, right? Yeah. Any day. Right. Any, uh, well, I'm still waiting, but sure. <laughs> so, um, ne- next question for you. Uh, so, everything on the right side of the bracket is fine. So, oh I, I wow! Guess, yeah, yeah, right. I think it's. Uh, I think people here are encouraged by the left side of the bracket because Kentucky's on that side of the bracket. Oh, they are going to. They are going to walk right in. Gift giddy, and of course, you everywhere you go, you have the the people that are giddy, and then you have the opposite, the negative Nellies who are like, yeah, but look, uh, you know, anything's happened in this tournament so far yet, and UMBC this, and and you know, I'm like, look, you're you're playing Kansas State, I. They're awful. I mean, if Kentucky doesn't win that game, we shouldn't even be having this conversation anyway. And then, uh, and, and then you what? Nevada and Loyola, and the, I mean, come on! It, it, you're basically playing a mid-major uh, Christmas tournament to get to the Final Four. I think you'll be all right and with your, you know, with your McDonald's All-American starting lineup. So, so I, I can't imagine what the worry is there. Kelly, you said, um, oh. yeah, I was going to say you said that you had seven out of the of the uh, Sweet Sixteen. I had six, <laughs> and Maddie, yeah, we can't good. even I'm talk. I'm trying to think who they were now. I, I've got I've got Duke over Michigan in the finals. So I mean, I, there's I still have. I yeah, still I still have got Duke. I'm a Dukey. Yeah, I mean, I, I 
Duke has to be pretty bad for me not to pick them every year because I'm, I'm one of those people that it's the same reason I dislike fantasy sports is that I really don't like having to root for somebody other than my own team. <laughs> so so I, I, I pick Duke that way. I'm not, I don't have any divided loyalties. But it all, I mean, this is, this is certainly a year where talent-wise they're, they're there. It's just a matter of uh, the big problem with them has been defense. And the big problem with them, honestly, is they play in the ACC. There were a lot of tough road games that they <laughs> that they lost in the ACC. But uh, I think all things being equal in the tournament, I'm happy happy with how they've played so far. But certainly, there's been some other teams that have looked impressive. I mean, Villanova. You can't uh, I'd say arguably they've had the best run so far. And uh, so they're on that side of the bracket as well. Certainly, it seems like the power has uh, has held up on that side. But you're right on that other side. It's, you look at the eight teams, and I was okay. One of these teams is going to be playing in the national championship game. One of which was Gonzaga, who made it last year. So it kind of reminds me of when Butler made it back-to-back years. That's 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 still in play there. So uh, some interesting stuff, regardless. Duke was actually playing a two-three zone the other day in the tournament. That is kind of unheard of, and, yeah. and it, which is interesting because uh, you know they'll be practicing against a two-three zone this week because they're playing Syracuse. And uh, I, I thought back in the day, you, I guess they've changed it, because it used to be you couldn't play a team from your conference until the Elite Eight, and now they're playing them in the, in the round of 16. So uh, interesting, interesting there. I guess when these conferences got so super huge that uh, there's no way they could sure. see that anymore, especially well, when they've taken nine teams from one of them. Right, when you've, when you've basically you know, you've gutted the Big East into whatever this thing is, you know. Kind of the same yeah, thing. And, and, this, and this year especially, you know, I, I feel bad for teams like St. Mary's and Middle Tennessee that, that were completely screwed in, in to put teams like Oklahoma in the tournament, you know, and, and UCLA and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, haven't we learned yet that the fabric of this, this tournament, what makes it what people love to watch every year is, is those teams having a chance. I would much rather see, I mean, I, you can throw out all that quadrant one, quadrant two bull crap and, and all this, uh, you know, RPI and everything. I want to see a team that's from a small conference that's 28 and four or whatever, get its shot. I'd much rather see that than see Trey Young take 27 shots in a first round game and, and Oklahoma lose by, you know, half and declare, declare for the draft and it's over. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I'm, you know, congratulations ESPN for getting Oklahoma in the tournament because that, that that's the only explanation for them. Making. I think they were, what, 4-11 and 11 in the last 15 games. Yes, Everybody wanted exactly. to see Trey Young. I mean, that's what it is, though. I mean, a lot of guys, like, remember Michael Olo at Candy played for Pacific and, like, you never saw him in the tournament, but then he was the number one seed, and uh, but then he was the number one draft pick, and people were like, what the hell? I never even saw the guy play. That's what they're trying to do now. If your team is even semi-average, like, if you have a chance or have a player... You know they want to showcase that, and I think that's just going to keep happening as as, as yeah, these kids and teams oh, leave and oh, go. Oh, Candy, that's that's one of the all time greats. The only the only guy that can compete with him is who's the guy from UNLV that ended up with a red claws there that was the number one pick and, and was a flop. I can't remember. Oh, Michael Bennett. Canadian. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, not Michael Bennett. It was uh, it was uh, oh God, it was Bennett. I know that. I don't know, but yeah, Joe Barry Bennett. Carroll was right up there. I think. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's been some. There's been some guys that uh, certainly were in that category of, uh, you, know, of you know, stiff that didn't work out. That was the Celtics. That were picked high in the draft. But uh, I was just looking at somebody's mock top ten last night, and it looked Ooh. like a 
It looked like a freshman all-star team from this year's. <laughs> Anthony Bennett. <laughs> Anthony Bennett for the Cavaliers in 2013. Because, I mean, the Cavaliers ended up getting so weird. 2011, they got Kyrie. Then they got Anthony Davis. Then they got Bennett. Then they got Wiggins. Okay, so Davis went to the Hornets. But you had yeah. Irving, Bennett, and Wiggins in three out of four years going to the Cleveland Cavaliers. And only one of those players is left. Uh, and none of those players are left with the Cavaliers. No. None. John yeah, Wall still they, the Wizards, but completely, yeah, they totally they've completely gutted it over the past, uh, well, just that trade a few weeks ago. But uh, it's just uh, it's almost like uh, it's almost like they don't have a game plan. It's just okay, whatever LeBron wants right now, let's, let's exactly. give him what he wants. And, well, he's getting his wish yeah, with a coach stick. He can be the coach. <laughs> well, at this point, that's pretty. I mean, let's be honest. He already is, and he has. You know, I'm sure that's part of Tyron Lue's, you know, panic and anxiety disorder that's keeping him out of the out of the lineup right now. I mean, it would, <laughs> yeah. we maybe, said, maybe he's responsible for Kevin Love as well. I don't know. Kevin it, Love came me, back and looked great last be, night. Be, to me, being affiliated with LeBron might cause me some chest pains once in a while. Just on occasion. I well, think. we said how difficult it must be to coach a guy like that. Yeah. And, and, and you know, and, and I had this conversation with someone on Twitter a couple weeks ago because I watched the end of a, a Cavaliers game because I can because that's where I live. In this part of the country, and he just he carried he carried the team to win. I was like, you know, when you watch him play every once in a while, you realize he really is he really is that good. But you know, it's a package deal. It comes with his his ego and his you know all the stuff that we we know we know about him, and it's uh, it's unfortunate because. And I think you know, great players have always had ego, but it was in check. I mean, Larry Bird had an ego, Michael Jordan had an ego, but it wasn't it wasn't to this level. And I don't know I don't know if it times we live in or just we're all getting old and cranky but it just seems different no we are definitely getting old and cranky and things are getting different at the same time and i think that's what's making us old and cranky yeah to be honest yeah i think it's a vicious cycle you're right that's just i think that's the you know i I, someone needs to bust out with a course of circle of life because i think that's kind of where it's (laughs) at at this point you know (laughs) we'll have to get our kids to do that We've been. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We watched that a few times, all of us, when our kids are little. A little bit. Well, by the way, I've never watched that movie in full. Really? No, no my kids are no. not into Disney movies for some reason. Well, yeah. Not their gig. You got to watch wrestling. <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I got my kids watching WWE, Celtics, Yankees. Oh yeah. You're raising them right. Well, you're raising them right, except for that Yankees thing. But yeah. Uh, I figure premier premier franchises and things of that nature. You know, I want them to to root for class organizations. You know, mm-hmm. they can pick a football team. They can be a Patriots fan or a 49ers fan. That is their decision. That either they can they can either take whatever one, path right, it know. is. Nice to Celt- narrow it down. Celtics for basketball. You know, Bruins for hockey. Even though I wouldn't really consider them a class organization, but you know, they're a hockey team. You gotta but, have a fallback team. It's like yeah. all these people are asking me if I root for Kentucky now, and it's like, yeah, I guess if they're not playing Duke or Florida. Right, yeah. <laughs> Good old Florida. Jeez, unbelievable. Bela's Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR Radio Network. Did you get to? Did you get to catch up on any of the the main women against Texas at all? I uh, did not see it because it was going on at the same time as the Scott County semifinal game. So I was kind of uh, I was kind of monitoring the score on on social media. You didn't have to monitor it long. No. No, I didn't have to. It got to be like twenty-three to eight right off the bat, or it, something like that. There was a yeah, spell this, where this was everything. But that women's tournament, though, I'm watching some games last night, and you've got some double-digit seeds from you know on the MAC and the, you know Buffalo got to the Sweet Sixteen, Central Michigan. I mean, what the Buffalo men couldn't do against Kentucky, 
the Buffalo women did against Florida State and made the, the Sweet 16. So they seem like they've got some some of the you know other than the fact that you know you have Connecticut winning every game by 30, they've got some of their other parity issues sorted out there. It seems like there's a little more balance. Um, and, and I think it just speaks to the, the fact that they're you know and I you know I, I said this on Twitter and I knew you saw it last night that. Regardless of what us old cranky people say about the state of basketball, there's good players all over this country right now. And just what's been happening in this tournament really kind of reinforces it. Uh, and there's, there's, even the small schools have them. And that's, uh, I think that's only going to, that trend's only going to continue, especially where you have in, in the men's game these 22 and 23 year old men playing against 18, 19 year old younger men, you know, <laughs> and it's, yeah. uh, you're going to get this. You're going to get this result. Callie Oaks joins us each and every Tuesday here on the Beelist Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partners Studios. Callie, we'll talk to you next week. My friend, stay out of trouble. Just to keep it in perspective. I'll do my best, guys. Thank you. Please. Yes. Oh. Just to keep it in perspective, you're telling us so we'll feel a little better that your weather's just so-so. It's it's so-so. Like, we may get a little bit of that four-letter word tonight, but it'll it'll melt and be gone by, you know, Wednesday. But Wednesday still, if you could at least be miserable a day, that'll be okay with us. Just to make you feel good that the first day of spring might have a little blanket of yeah, white stuff go. on the ground here, which, which is a rare thing, but just, just be comforted by it, yeah. Perfect. All right, my friend, we'll talk to you next week. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Callie Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphic and Kentucky Course. You can catch him on the Sun Journal every other week. Be the Daily Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios on Sportstime AM 780 and NBRRadio.com.